0: Great. Um, yeah, this is probably one of the first times in a while we just jump right into it. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Rabbit yeah, Hole Sessions. What's goody? What's goody? Tyler on demand right here. Young Jimmy Jams on the other side. Wearing a pink uh, shirt. Is that salmon? What color is that? It
1: is. It is a pink shirt. It's like a matte pink. It's more like a... Matte. Uh, yeah, flat. Uh, what does that mean? Like that? subtle? Uh, muted? No, it's muted. Exactly. Ah,
0: yes, yes. Okay. It's not
1: glossy. Glossy would be the opposite. That's super flashy. Right, and flamboyant.
0: Pink. That's not you. You like cool, flamboyant. subtle silver. It's not silver. I'm subtle moves, I meant to say.
1: I think I'm flamboyant sometimes.
0: Oh, yeah, you definitely are. Your nickname is churro, boy. You don't get that from being not flamboyant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a balance, though. You got to have a balance. That's so, true. If the personality is bright, the shirt's got to be.
0: Matte. I, dude, I feel that. That's why I think I wear a lot of like grays, dark blues, blacks. Like there's not too many colors in my closet. So I'm like. I'll let the personality shine. Let's like, uh, <laughs> that's what I'll draw you in with. Disarm them be- with the calm colors, because like, then they don't expect too much. And then you set the bar a little low, so it's like, whoa, he overperformed ba- yeah, based on what colors wow. she was presenting.
1: This guy in a basic-ass outfit is actually pretty charming. That's what
0: I'm saying. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, he really does it. It's not just because yeah. of the clothes and shit. It's like, oh, he got it. So yeah, that's nice sometimes. But you know, I, I get my little fits going sometimes. You saw me with the V-neck recently. My little oh, chain chain. Yeah. I was cool <laughs> You put a little
1: thirst pic on Instagram.
0: Yo, is that what it was? It's a thirst pic, yeah. Is that what you'd call it? Yeah, because you want people to thirst over you. Did you not? Is that what you would refer to it as? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's apt. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I took your advice. You're the one who told me on mic. It's recorded. That said, yo, when you're feeling a fit, throw it up on the Instagram story. Good, bro. Thank yeah, yes. yeah. I, okay. I, I'm Thank listening. You. It stayed in I'm here. Glad. It stayed in here. I'm so glad. Actually. James got that's me like- hyped. James gassing me, <laughs> up. not gaslighting, gassing
1: me up. So that's no, no, good. No, 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 no. I'm getting you into a position where you hype yourself up. Mm. that's good. You don't dude. need nobody to tell you what to wear. What yeah. you, what you, whether what you're wearing <laughs> is nice.
0: Right. Exactly. You just have to, because that's when you find what is nice to you is when you're not worried about what the standards are, because you mm-hmm. define them yourself. And that's mm-hmm. really all like we're attracted to at the end of the day is someone who's like comfortable in there standard that they set for themselves, right? I like somebody who does their thing because they just do it. They figured out that's what they like. Yeah. yeah. Hey, okay.
1: Now that we're on the subject of, you know, superficial stuff like clothes.
0: Yeah, dude. Let's, let's fucking, talk about... Fuck that. Oh, what? Your facial hair. Oh, what's up? What's up with it? You've been
1: growing this secret, like, low-key. You haven't brought it up. But it's been <laughs> there growing. Yeah, it's here, man. Goatee.
0: It's, it's like, here. It's full. I was thinking about that the other day. I was, like, looking in the mirror. I was, like... Is that me? Like, so this is me now, (laughs) the goatee guy, like, with the mustache and shit? I remember, I always, it's so funny when I, like, think back on times where me of this many years ago would look at me now like, what? Because there was definitely a time where I was like, no mustache, never, nah, I don't Mm. like that shit. But I don't know, it's cool. and, And truly, if I'm being honest, it originated just from carry it over habits from having the mask on and not having to need to shape Ah, up my face at all right so you see yeah the sides and the chins are clean usually because that's what you'd see when the mask is on and then here i would just kind of just let it grow just shape it up a little bit (laughs) but now i'm just like all right it's here whatever now though i don't know i think it might be time because like there's parts where i notice there's some hairs that like creep right over the top of my lip and i'm like that's too close that's much too close you got a
1: pretty bushy uh mustache
0: bro. i'm surprised yeah my parents thought it was like a 70s mustache that was definitely part of the commentary it, it definitely when they saw could me. be it's if you a- shaved the beard it would be straight up mustache. oh yeah that that's i don't think i could do it without the beard maybe who knows maybe i'll try it for like a day and then just see but that's that's intense i don't know and the last time i feel was, like go, go go go! have
1: you seen uh david shekel recently because he has I, I think, booming mustaches, well. I
0: think I have actually. Yeah, it's all y- like his Instagram icon. Y'all would be perfect in like a buddy cop or something. <laughs> oh, I'll write the script, man. I'm there. Just write right, the script. I'm there. Right. I'm gonna text you right it over. now. The last time it was this length, I had to cut it because like it got my mustache got caught in a metal cup. Like as I was trying to drink water, it got like kept getting caught in the ridge and getting pulled. So I was like, okay, now it's time. And I think we're pretty much at that point. But yeah, have, you, have your
1: family members or anybody else said anything about it?
0: No, nah, that's pretty much it. It kind of stopped at the 70s stash type of comment. Because, I yo, it looks fine. It's just that's different. Good, yeah. It looks different. So it's like, whatever. We'll see. But well, I'm rocking it for now. So Your far, family's going to be
1: the most honest. So. Yeah.
0: No, no. It hasn't been too harsh. It's been pretty uh, light jab. So that means it's like, oh, just, it must actually be cool. All right. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Or it's actually bad and they don't want to hurt my feelings. It's one of the two. But who knows? We're rocking it.
1: I'm going to go with uh, it's, it's good. You got it.
0: <laughs> Thank you, you Jays. Thank you for this uh, fashion analysis. Segment. I had
1: to decide in the moment.
0: <laughs> to what? <laughs> what I thought. If it was what good I or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's true because you had no buildup. You, you didn't get any like uh, preface. You just kind of jumped mm-hmm. into this, huh? Mm-hmm. But I've been watching it. I've been watching it grow. Yeah. Well, you might watch it leave soon. Who knows? Might be my next week. Burn the rainforest. Right. Is that what they're doing in the Amazon still? Or is it, did that stop? When did, when did no, they? No, that doesn't stop. They either. still doing that?
1: Yeah, they're still doing that, bro.
0: Who's doing it? Who's burning the rainforest? Them. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know who's doing it. Uh, I think it's it's a
1: it's form of uh, farming. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's like really they have to they burn through the factory crops after farming they is yield whatever from they're getting it. No, it's not factory farming. It's it's they they. I don't know what crop it is that they're farming, but whatever it's it is. a technique where they they grow the crop get whatever they need from it and then just burn it so it's
0: all right well uh, <laughs> uh let's uh, Yeah. <laughs> and this is after the fashion your agricultural segment here on rabbit Hill sessions uh, who is burning yeah Amazon i don't know resource. but they should stop uh shout out to eta sundress season we have a single drop in next friday yeah 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 new stuff james has heard the new heat that's coming Check out I actually got,
1: haven't had the chance to uh, listen to the,
0: the don't, worry. don't worry, don't worry, Yeah. I'm going to vibe to it. Too. I'll listen to it. Yeah, you'll be good. You'll be good. It's gotten good response on the beta test crowd market so far. <laughs> so yeah, it's coming. Check it out. There's a pre-save link in my bio at TylerOnDemand13 and ETA at ETA Music. So that's good. Or sorry, at 3TA Music. So that's good. Also, shout out to, you remember Rick from Emilio's um, uh, shoot, Max and Lorelai shoot? He was one of the cops for the um Charles yeah. Riversteam. I yeah, was on yeah, yeah. I was on He had me on his podcast, experts in nothing last week. That came out, so check him out. Experts oh, in awesome. Nothing on Spotify. That was cool. I was the first guest and it was great. We had a good time. Chopped it up for like about an hour just about lots of things <laughs> and, and <laughs> the nothings. And yeah, it was great. So y'all <laughs> check that out. That was cool. James, you might have to link that up. You might have to get on there sometime. It's a good time. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. To link it. But yeah. Anyway.
1: You were their first guest ever.
0: I am, dude. I was the first one, and now apparently they hes booked for like a year. Wow. Yeah, like what? he's booked so many people, and they ha- and there's like t- from all types of different places, different lanes, industries. So that's interesting. So he knows enough easy.
1: people to book for a year.
0: That's what I'm saying. dude. And he just he put it. I remember when he put out the notion originally. And uh, that's when I had reached out to him. And I'm glad I got him when I did, because I would have been fucking backed up for a while. But (laughs) I mean, I think the concept is cool, because it's just about saying like, hey, I don't really know shit. Like, let me talk to somebody who not necessarily knows shit, but knows their shit. And then it's like, they can be open about a conversation about what you do know what you don't know. And it's great. So I guess, yeah. He just has enough of Mark because he's a business guy. He's got his, uh, he's got his like clothing company going. He's got his production company going. I know he's got a couple things in the works. I know he's got someone with Amazon cooking. So wow, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we 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 connected, brother. The team is elevated. We are we are entering higher spheres in our creative realms. I've noticed, which I don't know how do you how do you feel about that? Do you feel the skill building on that?
1: I've I notice it more when I look around at either how many people I'm working with or who I'm working with. Okay. And the level of dedication they have while we're working. Mm. Cuz it's it's you could tell like from the first time you're working on a beat with the, maybe the first rapper you've ever worked with or whoever yeah. you worked with is there's still that lightheartedness where you're like still figuring things out. And both of you know it or whoever you're working with you're all, if you're all on the same level you you know that it's what level you're on. Mm doesn't have as much pressure as if you were actually in the industry or something. But now right. when I feel like uh, when I'm on a set or when I'm working with people, I feel that pressure. I feel yep. the pressure to be much better than anything I've done before. It's yep. getting exponential how, how good I have to be.
0: Mm. And um, I feel like I'm making things that are trying to be industry quality and like that are making their own waves and are making their own steps. Like I feel like I'm past the foundation and building things phase. Sorry, sorry always building things, past the foundation. Now we're building the first floor, you know, like now we're mm-hmm. in the, the houses starting to be built. So that's pretty cool. I do feel those tangible steps, not only internally, but externally. I think recognition is coming too, that is mm-hmm. kind of validating the process so far, which I got to say is pretty dope. And that's been, thanks for this podcast. It's been, thanks for the music. It's been a lot of things, a lot of things all around. I'm sure exactly with your films, like you were just saying, it's the same thing. So mm-hmm. it feels good, man. Team be elevating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does
1: feel really good, man. Hearing compliments, are always gonna feel good.
0: Yeah. But. Hmm. Sorry, give me one second. I need gonna blow my nose. Okay. <laughs> <Okay. I'm> sorry, <laughs> I can't keep speaking like this. Do you like yeah. Keith? Do you do you do that? Like I actually, would. no. If uh, I
1: got Keith on my fingers, I would. Yeah.
0: But you, no, wouldn't, I mean, you just wouldn't you? absorb anything. Would you, yeah, you would. Would you, you get a little? Bit, I think you get a little bit. Yeah, from Keith because it's easier to trans. Right. Trans- it's super con- your, your, and it's super buds. concentrated too. Yeah. Right. Right. So, yeah. but but is finger Cheeto dust level enough? <laughs> is that enough, Keith? I
1: feel like it would be the icing on top. You know.
0: Oh. You got yeah, your high going. You like. Mm, and I just need a little, a little. I just need a touch more. A lick yeah. more. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> Finger looking good, bro. KMC needs to come out with a Keith line of fried chicken. Just Keith ridden fried chicken, bro. People would come for that. Well, I wonder, yeah. especially as, like, if maybe back onto a kind of serious topic, not serious, but like, uh, um, maybe realistic uh, yeah has some good ideas in it it like <laughs> not just blabbering is it's about time um, we had one <laughs> is uh, well just how marijuana is so like generally accepted now everywhere right and in terms of just people walk down the streets smoking it now as seem was telling me in new york just he, people just walk down the streets smoking weed and it's fine and nobody cares so i wonder yeah. if more things like how they have weed cuisine you know and that they have meals that are thc yeah. infused and stuff like that if that'll start to become a marketable thing like a mainstream chains you know what i mean i think
1: so i think they will honestly um like I mean, kfc you, you see the way they hop on any trend they were doing the impossible burger stuff right everyone has to have an oh, impossible that's burger true now. so if weed is legalized and it becomes the, h- the hottest thing on the market they'd be dumb not to adopt that kind of trend
0: and that would be crazy just imagine being able to walk down the street and getting a thc infused burger yeah. Like from Some
1: THC infused McNuggets. <laughs> that's
0: crazy. And then the dipping sauce is like oh, can of sauce? butter. Yeah. Like that's oh, crazy. man. That would be nuts, man. I don't know. And then imagine like because I was also thinking about it from the if it would became as legal as tobacco perspective. Like would you just have spliffs being sold at Marlboro? Marlboro spliffs just at mm. the corner store. You just walk in and get a little half half.
1: I think that would be the easiest way. This is a horrible thing to to think of, but I think oh. they're so predatory as like a market and a brand that they would do that just so that people tasted tobacco and then might oh, adopt uh, an addiction to tobacco Oh, to cig- well. so, yeah,
0: absolutely. Marlboro, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the
1: cigarette brands, they're going to come out with different types of spliffs, different mm. types of weed, but they're they're still, at the core, a tobacco company, so they're mm. going to try to get people hooked on that.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I, I could evil. see,
1: like, uh, in the future, if it does get legalized, weed becoming more of a gateway drug for tobacco. So all that criticism Whoa. you used to have about
0: gateway drug to it might be harder real. stuff, <laughs> it
1: might have some credibility oh my behind God. it.
0: <laughs> well, yes, yeah, definitely. If especially if they focus on the split form, which is probably what they would do, I don't think they would go full uh dispenser unless they would own like branches of dispensaries. I don't know if Marlboro would just go straight up, we're selling joints.
1: They could always like do a uh a new brand under their, under their own one, just have oh, like a new company right, branch right, right. off
0: they, they do have well because they do have already CBD cigarettes like they look like cigarettes but it's CBD on the inside and you can just smoke mm-hmm. them as if it was a cigarette so I'm've actually tried one they're not too bad I, I do bad. they're great I like them a lot the great, CBD yeah. is awesome and you can just chill and I don't love for some reason I don't love watching the white paper burn it's not my favorite but yeah. uh it's it's it is nice to just to CBD yeah. you know and just blow it away and whisk it away a one inside. and done
1: and then you, you you're fine and yeah. you're chilling and CBD is
0: nice too and this is good for the people who don't like to smoke cigs but want to go for the social part of it. You know, just like yeah. when the group steps out to smoke a cig, just smoke your little CBD stick. Like, hey, I'll go out there with you. And nice. you seem cooler because <laughs> it smells like weed. So it's like, whoa, that guy's smoking weed among the group that's smoking <laughs> cigs. He's the cool guy. <laughs> you know, one thing yeah. I think is
1: cool about tobacco smokers? What's up? I'll give them this. They're if aesthetic. you go out to any other tobacco smoker and you're like, can I bum a cig off of you? Yeah. Like, yeah. They're pretty yeah, understanding. I got you they're very helpful when it comes to that. It's a pretty understanding what, community. What yeah, they're yeah. like I
0: know how you feel. I got you real quick, real yeah. quick. Or even like the dollar for cigarette type of thing, like the little on the street Lucy Trade type of shit. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. y'all are y'all are connected. That's it's wholesome. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Unity There's through wholesome drug addiction. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You can find wholesomeness in anything. That's good. That's a nice positive mindset, James.
1: How would you feel if every drug was legalized?
0: I think that's probably just what you should do. I I, th- I think that's probably just the best route. I don't see a really a reason to make it illegal, except for the mm-hmm. selling part. Like, the criminal organization part around it, yeah, that's probably what we should crack down on. But I don't really see the point of making the substance itself illegal. Like, if people want to do it, you can find a way to do it. And I think maybe making it more accessible will demystify it. And so mm-hmm. let's say, dude, you do try crack once and you're like, that was fucking crazy. I don't want to do that. Now, you know, you don't want to do it. You don't wonder, yeah. Ooh, should I do crack? And then you're chasing this fantasy of crack in the high of what it's supposed to be. I don't know. I just think it's probably the best way. And I just don't think people need to be locked up forever for things like that.
1: Yeah. The, the whole, what does that solve? How does locking away drug addicts help the community at all?
0: Right. And, you know, people might say things about, like, spillover effects, like violence or burglary or blah, blah, blah. Then, yeah, that's illegal. So if they yeah. do that, <laughs> then punish them for that. Yeah, yeah. But if you just take something and ingest it into yourself and you don't do anything to anybody else, you're just experiencing it yourself, whatever happens to you, I think that's just on you. That's fine. Just do your yeah. thing. You might die. Hyper-regul- you might break down. Yeah. But if you do something illegal, like assault somebody, then you're probably going to get booked for that. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just I think such that's a, reasonable. It's such a bold thing to argue—just legalize every drug, yeah. even the the worst kinds, heroin or
0: crocodile. Or oh all my of that. god, and yeah, you're right. Because you all, immediately I, go to the worst images.
1: Yeah, 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 you do. But the thing is, like, fentanyl is worse than heroin, right? Mm-hmm. And people who used to do heroin because that got cracked down on, just started going into fentanyl because they still needed to chase that high. Yep. So if if there were safer, if all the drugs are legalized and the safest options are available, I don't think as many people would feel the need to go for anything harsher than that. Like,
0: yeah, and it could probably be like, scaled down. It wouldn't be like these weird cuts of drugs and different shit. And I think yeah. also, I, I feel like most people that have smoked crack don't do it anymore. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I feel well, like, yeah, there are people that are crackheads, but I don't feel like the majority of people that smoke it once keep smoking i'd like to see the stats i have yeah i I have no idea how to quantify it i have no idea (laughs) how to quantify it it. but i don't know man i just i i feel like you because you know it's bad so i feel like most people just try it and then it's like okay wow this is not cool and then you like just just
1: crackheads because they think it's cool why do do they 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 get hooked right after
0: that's true what scenario do you do crack for Let's uh, not in the not in the poor sense like down on your luck sense, but I mean like if you're like rich and then you just want to do crack, like do you do that before a party? Mm. Is that a party drug? I I think it could be. Yikes!
1: Because it it gets you up, right? It's not a depressant.
0: I don't know, man. Never done crack. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't think so. I never heard of a <laughs> like a sedated crackhead, so I don't think it's <laughs> a depressant. That is hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, so CBD is good for you. I Oh, CBD, legalize CBD. No, but you're right, because there is no way to not abrasively say that. It's legalize Mm -hmm. all drugs. It's just such a big, grand, huge statement that incorporates so many things that you would need to explain and you would need to touch on that you can within that statement. Like what we just did, we broke down the reasons why we think it would be good and what we think it could help. And it's possible to do that, but you have to. You have to mm-hmm. touch all those things that that big statement just doesn't hit. And there's
1: definitely still more. Like, there has to be more support <coughs> systems for like current our current system for mental health needs to absolutely. be updated. Um, our current way of taking care of people with addiction needs to be updated.
0: Yeah. I uh, think that might start, though, with legalizing the drug itself. I think that's one. I bet legalizing weed will start that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Slowly. One, one by one. Because I think you would destigmatize it among the people and then that's what changes institutions because institutions are the will of the people that create them right which is us mm-hmm. so well they they should be
1: but sometimes yeah world but for the stagnated right. by the, the group of four
0: but there's but there's um i don't know what the quantifier is but there is a tipping point where culture and societal um What's it called? Like societal consciousness takes over and like it moves things mm-hmm. in that direction. You know, it's, there's some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are there are often ideas that move society just so <laughs> greatly. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe that could be one.
1: Yeah, like I think it, it could be. That, the like it's, legalized it's a, it's a cultural zeitgeist, right?
0: Yeah. And definitely with the rise of like psychedelics and stuff and how mainstream and commonplace that's becoming and demystifying around the stigmas around that and emphasizing the benefits. I think that's also another... um like, side, this is being uh, not attacked, but um, come at from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that might, yeah. who knows? That all could be feeding into something that might happen in the very near future. That could be something soon that we see with some type of legalized, a lot of drugs policy. I think you're right. Once weed happens, that's kind of just the domino effect. <laughs> Look, it's the gateway drug into legalizing <laughs> other drugs. Oh, It's great. They were right. You were right, dude. The 70s and 80s that uh, weed is for criminals and you're <laughs> the mad lettuce, all that shit. If we
1: let people smoke weed, they're just going to want to legalize all the drugs.
0: Right. They're, they're right. right. <laughs> they're right. Well, that's good. They can have some validation. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. They, While well, they smoke some crack <laughs> on, on their porch. <laughs> just hang out, man. There's got to be a, like a digestible, nice way to do crack. I believe any drug. I, I there's get the a feeling from our portion.
1: conversation, you really just want to do crack at least. Nah,
0: I don't think so. I think it's more just the idea of it is like, look, look at me, mystifying it. We need to demystify it by legalizing <laughs> drugs Well, I would, I would love to try it in like a small amount. That's what I'm saying. I feel like any drug there is a like portionable amount where you can feel the experience and not get hooked like i feel like we're at that point with science where we can dissect it enough like like people microdose and shit to pinpoint amounts cuz they want these very specific like non-addictive but supplementary feelings and shit so i feel like that's possible mm-hmm. and if that's possible sure give me give me i'll try it yeah what if they found like a smaller uh, light uh, heroin light heroin <laughs> <What? laughs> Heroin. Yes. They get to understand it more. Heroin. You know, parts of it actually yeah.
1: give you the effects that you want. So, Yikes, man.
0: <laughs> 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 this segment's been sponsored by heroin and crack and, <laughs> I don't know, the FDA, something like that. <laughs> Yikes. Well, that's good. That is good. Sorry, one second. Did you see that Spielberg Production it. Company was partnering with Netflix? Did you see that? I saw that recently.
1: I did not see that, no.
0: I don't know what that fucking means for Netflix, but it's been light, so I think they might need that. I've let Netflix has been kind of weak for me recently.
1: Yeah, I feel that with uh, a lot of their original productions, they just go for the lowest budget they can manage mm. without being like <laughs> CW level budget, right? What's CW? The TV show, like television budget, gotcha. cable budget, because cable budget
0: is really low um, for stuff, right? depending right. on the channel. And I feel like most of the things that they acquire, too, not even just the originals, but they're just like these kind of one-off type of shit that are just feed this impulse here, feed this impulse there, but it yeah, doesn't, like, yeah, there's nothing barely long-standing. hitting exactly what you yeah. want. Like
1: the superhero shows that keep coming out, right? I fucking love superheroes. I used to yeah. worship Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah. all of these superheroes. But I, even me, I'm getting tired of all of these superhero shows that are coming out. They're like the same thing. They're like, oh, this one's... The Superman character is the bad guy.
0: Right, right, right. Or,
1: you know, well, it's I, all about are you talking? Are you
0: shading Invincible right now? Because that, um, that I was uh, very
1: hesitant getting into Invincible. Yeah, I was, was too. Very, I was, I was like,
0: too. Like, well, did you know the comics beforehand? No, 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 no me neither. I didn't know shit about it. I didn't know anything. I didn't know it existed. Yeah, right. But it was. I fucking love it. Is it time? Are we good. having that? That's, yeah. the,
1: that's the thing. Invincible did it well because they understood that the comics had a fan base. Mm. And they understood that they could grow that as long as they stayed true to it. And so yeah. when they when they did it, it was exactly how the comic felt. From it, what I've read, at least, like everyone who's talked about it. And yeah. they managed to, to branch it out to a wider audience. Unlike, I was actually trying to shit on more, Jupiter's Legacy. Did you see that?
0: No, what the hell is that? It was some. Is Netflix that the? Original. Is that the? Is that the Greek myth one? No, no, no. It's oh. based
1: on uh, a, a comic book, but Netflix just didn't. it, do was it shit! Right. It was shit. Oh, the they did live action. Oh, CGI, the costumes, oh, all of it. I see. I forced. do remember
0: seeing commercials of this. Yeah, and it just even this fucking banner for it looks pretty shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Is it comedy?
1: It's action comedy
0: okay drama you know how they blend all of it in now right 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 i see i see okay anyway yeah but it's bad
1: yeah pretty bad don't even give it a shot i think it got canceled it's <laughs> not coming back for season two so i wasted my time
0: oh that's a shame that's a shame well I, yeah I, didn't it. I don't know what it is about well i guess it's a few things about invincible that's just true me. because like you said i don't like when these fucking uh cookie cutter superhero shows are coming out or the greek myth one that i was talking about like i love greek myth so i was like oh an animated show about this this would be good but it was just light soft like it just it didn't feel in like, it wasn't invested right like it didn't the stories weren't drawing mm-hmm. me in the the way the story was told and then the action plot lines as well but invincible man now that shit's different that mm-hmm. shit is raw real that shit is i don't know that train scene like, I think about it often. Like, yeah. about it, dude, that shit was fucking nuts. And I just love the way they kind of, like, sub, you know, subverted tropes of superheroism by being honest. They weren't lying, yeah. you know, yeah. to subvert a trope. So that was pretty cool. He gets his ass whipped a lot, man. He gets murked, <laughs> dude. He I, doesn't the, get actually, anyways. the one I really think about is when he gets fucking his chest caved in by oh, the cat yeah. guy. Yeah. Like, that shit, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. This and is you expect a rough them show. You expect it.
1: I don't know, at least one dub from the main character.
0: Well, that's and that's it's one it's of the rotten. things where I'm talking about like subverting the tropes, too, because that exact scene where it's spoilers for anybody who doesn't listen, listen, I don't give no shit. That's, that's, in that, <laughs> this like, is a spoiler, full, rich, yeah, a spoiler-rich spoil.
1: conversation. If you don't want to just skip
0: yeah, to It's almost later. rotten how spoiler this it's is. It's going to be, oh, it's going to It's spoiled. Bruised bag of so apples, yeah, throw that shit out. Spoiled. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember shit. <laughs> oh I do I do yeah so the scene where they were like attacking the fucking mob boss guy right and then when they were they were fighting all these things there's a scene where he gets mad right and you think he goes like super saiyan it's classic like oh Goku's about to power yeah, up yeah, the, and the, beat the, the guy's mad yeah and Shit's he punches through like two guys he takes out a third and he's like yeah like let's fucking go and then immediately he's just his head gets slammed <laughs> to the ground by the other guy and he's like go to fucking sleep dude like relax yeah. like you're not shit right now and I'm like whoa and that's that real shit that grounds Something that seems crazy, like superheroes or aliens and suddenly having powers and shit. Like, I just let it go that he just suddenly had powers, right? Like, it was kind of just out of nowhere that he just got it. And I guess that was the point. But at first, I was like, huh, that's it? And, but I, I got over it because it, like, I felt like I could relate to it from those... Um, what's it called? Uh, like, subverting those uh, what's that, crazy moments. Because show, he's showing how he's learning how to be a hero, and he's literally mm-hmm. getting fucking killed while mm-hmm. <laughs> while that's mm-hmm. happening. So that's crazy. <laughs> and that draws you in, man. That's compelling. Yeah, yeah it definitely drew, drew me in.
1: Um, I think the the voice acting was actually pretty good for it, too.
0: Oh, I love it. Dude, and I love the dope. feature of Amazon that shows the people and the characters in the scene. I love that, too, that's actually. That's
1: Why does they should all do that they should all give credit to the cast yeah
0: that must be like proprietary technology or something Mm. because that's Mm -hmm. incredible i don't know why you wouldn't do that Mm
1: -hmm. i see
0: nothing but i seriously see nothing but good (laughs) that could come out (laughs) of it and it's dope to like just see oh he's from that he's from that it gives you the little connection both fictional and non-fictional you get to just you know and really enjoy the world of it and i think that's cool that's an interactive way for the audience i
1: agree I did start doing some deep Wikipedia dives into
0: some oh, of uh,
1: Invincible. I feel bad now because I feel like I spoiled some of the future seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll change it or if they'll do, do their own oh, storylines. Oh, like you went into the
0: comics shit.
1: Yeah, I started reading some of the characters. and If this is spoiler
0: can I go into it? I, yeah, let's do it, man.
1: How far are you? How, have you done any Wikipedia? Does? No, no,
0: I just watched the show, but that's fine. And I well, I did see there was like the there was an arc of where I, like he got raped and then in the the redemption arc <laughs> of that. And that's crazy. I was like, I, I saw a video about that. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't know intense. that one. And that's Invincible what game, does? Invincible does. Yeah. By like some other Viltrumite woman just f- fucking mounts Oh, my him. God. Yeah. Yeah. Like because she's like, yo, we need to breed. And he's like, no and oh my god he's like no we're not doing this she just mounts him bro and just goes it's it's like in it was intense it was like a 30 minute video that was like breaking it down and shit and it had slides of the comics i was like this is super compelling dude like this is really compelling storytelling just the the superhero superman guy gets super taken advantage of in the most like vulnerable way that you know you could do to somebody and uh you watch the Redemption arc with that because he's with somebody at this point. He's with that Adam Eve girl at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a spoiler. Mm-hmm. And they're about to have a kid. It's
1: known that it's gonna, they're going to get together.
0: Yeah, so that was crazy. And I was like, whoa, this is going to be a good show once they keep uh, animating more. I I did not know that
1: part. Yeah. I read about the cat. The, the cat, cat is actually like, yeah, the cat who stomps in Invincible's chest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually God-level threat. God-level God level. Type. What is this? He's extremely powerful. He destroys like planets. He's fucked up uh, Invincible's dad before. Oh, really? He, he, he ba- yeah, Battle he has, Beast is his name, right? Battle Beast, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, okay. He's bro. like Thanos level, bro. Dude, the, the fucking superheroes almost beat him. I've, I think Battle Beast could have beat him, yeah. No, they, they almost they, beat they, they, him. They man. had
1: no chance of beating him. That's the, That was the crazy he part. He
0: almost fucking died. Battle
1: Beast? What are you talking no, about? No, 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 no.
0: Sorry. I mean, I mean, um,. I'm saying I believe that Battle Beast could fuck up Invincible because oh, in the okay, beginning yes. when Invincible, not, ah, in, oh, I'm fucking up the name. Sorry. What I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, okay. I believe that Battle Beast fucked up Omni Man because yeah. the superheroes that he killed in the beginning almost beat him. So I could believe Battle Beast could fuck up Omni Man. Mm, mm-hmm, All that to mm-hmm. say, that cat looks pretty dope. He's got some real shit coming through. That cat is dope, bro. And he's <laughs> slick. He's like, I don't give a fuck about you. I'm going to kill you. This is mercy. Like, you're not worse, shit. Insect. I'm like, yikes. This is tough. I felt a little, uh, uh, like, I felt our species being threatened because there's just this cat being the alpha male species among humans. And it's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hey, you felt that before? Right? I was like, yeah, no. Other way around. I cucked the cat. Remember, James? <laughs> Let's not rewrite that, please. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right we this. can stop with the spoilers for invincible i guess i guess, I guess. but I it's guess. a good show everybody should you go should. watch it
0: i think it's a great little time that you can spend mm-hmm. with yourself to watch the show what else James. you been watching? You got anything cool no i don't watch it only basketball uh really? yeah that's pretty much it i i, I just, think, and then okay. we work bro have you been seeing anything about this ben simmons getting shat on just everybody's wow. hating it man
1: yeah, I saw his jersey getting burned. Whoa! That's saw intense. Sixers fans being like, "We wasted our fucking dime on this guy." Is I don't that know if that's how Sixers like like fans sound like.
0: Italian that's what I think New they jersey. sound like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the matter? Hey, fucking Ben Simmons. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> but what human? is Um, that? I mean, that cri- that kind of criticism has been bundled up for years. Yeah. I think he they really hoped this guy would be something new for them like carry their franchise yeah. into a new dynasty but he only got halfway there so
0: yeah it sucks but it's and on him i saw a tweet that kind of like enlightened me that was saying yo ben simmons achieved a great goal in life he's generation generationally wealthy there's a good chance that he just doesn't care about working on his game or that it probably doesn't matter to him and i was mm. like whoa facts like that's yeah. true I don't. You don't have to give a fuck. Like we. Like who cares? <laughs> <Wait a laughs> who minute, cares, <laughs> dude? Because you got that max contract shit. And I'm not saying he doesn't do anything. Obviously, he's in the league. I'm sure he's a hard worker. You have to be to yeah, make it. He,
1: he's got to have at least a little bit of care for the but,
0: game. But well, I'm, I'm sure he cares. But it's like if you don't care about being the goat. Yeah, you're Especially fucking rich for the life, league, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, LeBron's leaving, so you know maybe he could have a chance. Maybe he's just waiting, no, waiting for LeBron to leave.
1: But now there's new stars coming up that are showing you out, like Trey Young and Luca.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I was just, it just made me think, like, yeah, dude, we just, from the outside, we romanticize it and hype it up so much. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm sure they care, obviously. That's why they're in the fucking NBA. But mm-hmm. you know what's also just pretty dope? Being a journeyman, making millions of dollars, <laughs> playing basketball, like you're not, you don't have to be the greatest of all time. It's like lower pressure. And all you he's still maxes nice some people.
1: Yeah. And he, his jerseys still sell.
0: He, and he he's in, always in going to make big money wherever he goes because no matter what, what he, what he does offer is worth money. Like all yeah. of the skill sets he does offer is worth fucking money. We just wish it was so much more because yeah. that potential is there, right? Like there could be a higher ceiling
1: and what? that's not even his fault that's lit- that's that's the i literally said earlier it was his fault but <laughs> what you just what yeah. you said actually made me change my mind because it's the people who created this narrative that he was going to be the next goat yeah it wasn't yeah that's him. true he wasn't saying that
0: that's true it and that's what it is and all of this shit is narrative the nba makes amazing narratives that we get so invested and passionate in and They're that's why they keep us around pra- like they're uh, great.
1: Uh, more than football, more than soccer. Maybe soccer actually has,
0: has soccer is probably because that runs uh, like by country. Yeah. So once you get yeah. nationalism in there, that's 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 a whole new marketing push. Like yeah, that, exactly. That, that's exactly yeah. that's good PR. major league soccer, American
1: soccer, nowhere close. No, no, no baseball, no. nowhere close. NBA has the most fucking character drama.
0: Yeah, I think because they also just have the best personalities. Like you, and they also get showcased more as on mm-hmm. a individual and team basis. You get chances to see them in both, like football. Yeah. You don't have football players in the league, not half, probably 90% I wouldn't recognize walking down the street. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Who who you? Who you, yeah. bruh, right? Offensive linemen, you're not going to know any of them. Right, which sucks because they're important, but at the same time, sorry, bruv, don't know you. Yeah. Just go do your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's good. I think also
1: uh, basketball is so tied to rap culture and now rap culture oh, is true. Like the, the mainstream. It's pop, popular yeah, thing, yeah, so. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You see Drake
1: on the sidelines now with...
0: jersey, with, uh, <laughs> Dude, what's he doing with Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, at Michael like B. LeBron's Jordan. son's game. Did <laughs> you see... Oh, man. Michael B. Jordan... Oh, <laughs> I saw a comment under whatever video so I saw. He's like, yo, Michael B. Jordan looking mad regular. And Drake totally checking <laughs> out his mom's. And I was like, yeah, oh, God. That he is. And Michael B. Jordan did. He looked dustified. He looked what? dusty boy. <laughs>
1: That's hard for for me to imagine, man. Michael B. Jordan is the least dusty
0: person in the world. Nah, he was looking dusty, boy. Like, sweep him. Sweep, sweep. Swiffer Jet up in this. Clippers still disappointing. Last night they lost as well. Folded at the end. PG, man. Poor PG, man. Oh, my God. He's bad at clutch free throws, man. You can't be. You're not Shaq. You're a shooter. Can't step up to the moment. Then you got to get out of there. They need Kawhi. I saw a funny uh, clip that was, um, what's the guy's name? Mike Breen, Mike Green, the announcer. It was when Paul Georgia hit, like, a clutch shot. The whole place was going crazy. And then it shows Kawhi. He's just, like, calm. He's just kind of, like, watching. And the announcer's like, yeah, Kawhi's going crazy up there <laughs> in the <stands." laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> See, that's how, too, like, not only the players, but the, um, the staff that they curate, the announcers, all that shit, great personalities. They know how to make moments funny. They know how to capitalize on... What would yeah. be nothing, Kawhi was literally just like sitting there, like his finger on his face, just not moving. But he made it a moment that was funny that you could interact with. That was memeable. There was,
1: uh, dude, during the Suns game, whenever Devin Booker and Pat Bev got uh, their faces smashed in.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And now Devin Booker's wearing the mask. But there was a, a a woman wearing a Steve Nash shirt where it was just his face with a broken nose. Yikes. Back in the day. <laughs> and it matched Devin Booker having the the bloody stuffed nose yeah, yeah, yeah. the same day that's so crazy how they managed to find that someone just Whoa. just so happened to be wearing a Steve Nash shirt with a broken nose and then Devin Booker has his nose all fucked up
0: oh yeah you're right and so they just have like cameras watching like everyone is oh, everyone, ready everyone yeah producers ready all of the the NBA shows obviously inside the NBA I've glammed about before but all their other halftime shows and the pregame shows and shit it's all this curated event it's a show mm-hmm.
1: If you go to it's a, a game, show.
0: you're being watched, just so y'all know. Oh, if God, you go to constantly. A
1: game Just because you're not on the big screen doesn't mean there's not cameras looking at you.
0: Yeah, there's at least <laughs> Like, that camera guy saw you pick your nose. He saw oh, you yeah. eat that popcorn off the floor. Somebody <laughs> saw that <Yeah. laughs> shit. Somebody saw that. <laughs> and they just have to, like... They just keep that, which is funny. Oh, yeah. And maybe they tell, like, a friend or something. But for the yeah. most part, those, like, observation jobs, you just... You keep a lot of things that you just see. <laughs> and you just... It's like, okay, that was a funny little moment that I just, (laughs) just for me, I guess. (laughs) I think about those moments, too, and just about, like, uh, you just, I guess you just keep those. You never tell anybody, but it's just funny uh, things in life that you observe that translate in other ways, I guess, sometimes. That's one of those things where you're like, you know, I know people who do this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I just heard one guy down the street say some shit, right? (laughs) And I just think that I heard it 10 times. (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's how life is, man. It's great. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's, um, what's the transition now? What,
1: what, uh, what is the transition?
0: Well, I know you had something you wanted to talk about. Uh, I kind of... guess... Uh, go, go, go. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Say? I kind of... There was like just uh, talking about creating and shit, but that could uh, form after your subject. It could flow well into it if you want to uh, take it away.
1: All right. Well, we probably should have went into this after the uh, talk about legalizing
0: everything. Yeah, probably. Oops, kind of like missed the transition there. I'm not gonna lie. I went to a ca-
1: cabinet in Lake Tahoe.
0: You have to. Yeah, you can't. You can't lay down, dude. This guy's doing a podcast and he just goes to bed. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm thinking. I
1: gotta. I gotta.
0: I'm you to have feel, to move the mic. I'm trying to feel. Exactly I what I felt. But well, right, you have to put the I'll, mic so that they can hold hear it you. Like
1: I hold it like this. Can you hear me like this?
0: Can yeah, like this? dude. Right. <laughs> Wait, let's hold on. All All fix it right. first. Right. We can cut it, but fix it first. This is fixed. lie comfortably. Lie comfortably. This is fixed. No, okay. Live- All right. All, All right. right. Go. 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 <laughs> oh my god. You nuts. I love it, but it's nuts. <laughs> go. All
1: right. Let me close my eyes and remember. I went to Lake Tahoe with uh, my girlfriend and ten of her friends, and. uh there they offered me Stun. a a pill of ecstasy
0: <laughs> okay Saucy so I niche. had a
1: little psychedelic trip mm. over there but the thing is the difference between this and all the other psychedelics that I've done is that this one didn't make me anxious usually mm. I get really anxious I get too caught in my head and, Yep. Um instead I just was able to experience the the, the environment that I was in a lot more keenly like I was very aware of everything that was going on and mm. um the thing about it that I, I, I I'm glad I took it because before this trip I was going on this wave of uh, apathy like I was just not feeling mm. up to anything and it probably had to do with the graduation and uh just the past year of course right like everyone's right. going through shit now but um I noticed I wasn't taking the chance to be appreciative of the places that I was in. So I think, (laughs) just ironically, like, ecstasy was the perfect thing for me to take because it it reawakened that appreciation that I had lost. Mm. Um, So I was just very (laughs) happy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You called it overflowing? (laughs) It's just overflowed with joy. And uh, the people who gave it to me, uh, I'll call them my friends now. they were very nice like they gave me a massage and were like <laughs> taking care of me <laughs> the whole God. time and were, we were just watching mu- uh, we were just in a cabin watching um music videos and stuff right and it was yeah. like one of the best nights i've had in a long time because we mm. didn't have to do shit we didn't even have to talk we were just all there experiencing this together mm. enjoying
0: it i love uh, that yeah and man so you went out to a cabin in the woods took a pill and got touched that's what i heard i got
1: touched <laughs> And I, I, they I told love me that, I was going to no, be I like, uh, yeah, they told me I was going to be tired the next day, but I yeah. woke up with like a glow. I felt heavenly. I felt, felt
0: perky. Yeah, I was up. I have I heard this crash. I've heard people that's like, because you don't feel the euphoria anymore. I've never taken mm-hmm. ecstasy, but like you don't feel the euphoria anymore. So the next day seems like a little drag. But apparently you're saying it's, you sound perky. Mm-hmm. You sound mm-hmm. perky. Dude, that's good. He that's beautiful. Perky. I'm glad to hear that, man. I also had a recent uh, psychedelic experience myself as well. The first time I've taken uh, psilocybin mushrooms, at least in a uh, – not the first time. Let me not cap. That's not the first time. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to phrase it as in this this amount and then also by myself. This is the first time I've done a solo trip, which was interesting. It was like a little chocolate bar, which was nice. So they had the little pieces, Mm -hmm. little segments. That was nice. But, yeah, dude, kind of – I had kind of a lot of similar things that you were saying, but it was more just I'm in a new place. Like I feel like I'm in a new phase of life. We were kind of just talking about this before – uh, were we talking about it off mic or on mic? I don't remember, but just kind of life in general, post COVID era type of stuff is moving, and society is moving into a new phase. You hear the term "new normal" all the time. Who knows what that even means? But yeah. I was just kind of like, okay, let me try something new. Let me do all that. Let me explore this new place in a different type of way. And it was cool, man. It was a lot of. I know that anxious thing that you were talking about. Like I, mm-hmm. I did feel some of that, and I, I there was like a, it was like a jitteriness, like in your bones type of thing. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, this is interesting. But that's part of navigating it, too. And I think what was really good this time was I didn't try to, like, fight it. I didn't try to, like, not mm, do mm-hmm. anything. There has been I've had some experiences before where I tried to, like, beat it, right? Or I felt y- yeah. like I had to solve it or there was something going on. But it's like, no, 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 just let it feel, let it do, and let it yeah. be. And that's what it does what it's supposed to. And you start to have insights, you start to have recollections, you start to do all that. I had a lot of insights about just like moments, like the concept of moments and things like that and just what they mean. And th- one of them that stuck out to me was just about how they never like truly end. They kind of just carry over into each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like the this moment was influenced by the previous one and this one will influence the next. That's just what's going to happen. And that kind of like makes them the same thing. It kind of unifies them, right? And right. you get to control how much gets carried over. That's up to you. And I, was, I thought yeah. about that and I was like, that's... Makes me feel good. It gives you like a sense of presence and a sense of power in your presence to control the things that are going to happen, right? And the Mm -hmm. best way to live a good future is by living a good present. And that's a past that you'll eventually be proud to look back on, right? And it's Mm -hmm. like, wow, it's all connected. It's all a loop. I was like, this feels good. Some good realizations, Mm -hmm. insights. That makes
1: you concentrate a lot more on the moment, too.
0: Exactly, which I think is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Most. I mean, not most things. Everything is done in the moment. Decisions are made in the moment. Ideas are created in the moment. Sparks are lit in the moment, right? So Mm -hmm. you have to focus on it, and it has to be important because it shapes everything. And then those moments become, like, your memories, your past, right, which form so much of us. So much of the story we tell ourselves is how we remember the things that have happened, not only the things that are going to happen, right, that we think about. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's weird. It's like, I don't know. It's like, what's the right balance of where to have your mind, like where to have your mind situated? I think this is something that Rick and I spoke about over on the Experts in Nothing podcast. But just how much do you, should you spend thinking about the future, living in the present, like reflecting on the past? What is the best use of your mind space?
1: Yeah, you got to have a balance of all of it, dude. You can't just
0: mm. as
1: long as you're conscious of what you're doing, like if you're like, OK, I'm taking this time to reflect then you take your 30 minutes or an hour, whatever, reflect, Mm. um, or I'm going to start thinking about my future. Spend, take some time doing that. But if you're constantly thinking about your future, then you're not, you're not able to even realize that you're doing it. Mm. If you're constantly living in the past and you're just, you're only focused on that. So when, once you became, like you said, now that you're conscious of, you know, each moment is super important. Mm. Um, then you can, you can choose what you want to spend your time thinking on. Uh, yeah. That's the toughest part. A lot of a lot of times our minds just takes us into routine or practice.
0: Right. You know, Embracing the choice always. is hard. Like it's hard yeah. to say, I'm going to make this choice to do this and like stick to it. Even though it's kind of the most liberating thing once you choose to do it, because it's like, oh, I did this because I wanted to, whether it worked out or not. Mm-hmm. I felt the confidence in myself to make that choice. And that's good. That's validating. You have to have those experiences. That's how you grow. Mm. Are you about to, oh, I thought you were about to say something, but was that like a yawn or a cheer? Oh, no, yeah, it was a silent yawn. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I was like, oh, he's going, he's going. Uh. Yeah, man, so I don't know. That was good. It was just good times well, um, in general. What else were you doing? Well, you just, you
1: popped it and then, yeah.
0: What's up, y'all? It's Tyler. And the episode is over now. <laughs> we come back to wrap, but James had some audio issues and cut out a large segment of the best content on this episode, unfortunately. It was by far the best segment. And it's just lost forever. So that's great. It's not great, but it is what it is. So go tell James how you feel about it in his DMs, at Jimmy JimmyMakeMoney. Hop in the comments on at Rabbit Hole Sessions. Go tell James what you think about him and this transgression. Because I told him some <laughs> about how I feel. But don't be too hard on the boy. He feels bad, too. He knows the, what happened. So we're going to come back and wrap if I sound sad when we come back now you know why see you next episode yeah, I don't know what happened i, I i'm I'm just deflated now I don't know are you recording right now
1: uh I hit record now
0: James james and we're back yeah <laughs> and we're and we're back so uh as. Unfortunately, happens a lot in our rabbit hole sessions tenure. Too many times. Yeah, too, too many, many times. times. We had some audio difficulties, and we just lost <sighs> probably the best segment of the episode. <laughs> oh, no, <dude. laughs> I mean, we'll listen back and see, but I think there's at least something salvageable. So, sorry, everybody. Yeah. Really sorry. Yeah, yeah. James, apologize to the people. I'm it was sorry. Your fault. I'm
1: sorry. It, my computer said. <laughs> I ran out of space while recording. I don't get why the program doesn't just store it on the program and then tell me after when I try to export it out as something different right. that there's no space to export
0: it. Isn't that what's because the program to
1: that yeah it should do that. It should be able to say yeah okay you recorded all of this but now you have nowhere to put put. It. Right. That's fine.
0: That would be perfect. Right, but it right. stopped
1: the recording. Didn't send me a notification or anything. Just stopped the recording.
0: <laughs> oh my god, bro! You got to switch to something else. Go to GarageBand or something. God dang it. Uh, that's does GarageBand right. do that? I don't know. Do with that? I don't know. Oh, fuck. I'm using Audacity. So. <laughs> All right. <well. laughs> All right, everybody. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. Sorry I'm about sorry. that. We'll uh, we'll come back with some heaters for next episode to make up for it. But it's still some good stuff here. We'll see what we'll see what gets left behind. We'll, make some oh snippets my god. we'll do it we'll do it it'll be all good so what's up y'all not what's up i meant to say thanks y'all <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm deflated man after that happened i just checked out i was like damn it oh my god but thank you y'all for real for sticking around at least till this part of the episode um yep. please check out at 3ta music pre-save link to sundress season coming out next friday check me out tyler on demand 13 james at jimmy mcmoney us at rabbit hole sessions all that shit Whoa. on instagram um Whoa. yeah, anything for the people? Whoa. Last words?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, none. I got none. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry, yeah,
0: sorry. <laughs> yeah, you got gonna go sit in the corner quietly, just think about uh, what he did. Yeah.
1: I'm about to clear all the space on my computer. I'm deleting everything. Just so I have enough space to record that's a fucking hour long
0: audio. I hope you lying down during the podcast still is left on mic. I hope that's oh, it, it, sure. it is. It is
1: for oh, sure. It is. Oh,
0: everything's falling apart here at the end. All right, everybody. Thank you. This has been great. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Uh, great. Man. <laughs>